Mix 95.9's Two Girls and a Guy. In the morning. Brooke had a good one for the group this morning. Yeah, I had a friend of mine. You know, obviously it's tax season, so everybody's kind of talking about that. We just met with our tax guy, went Mm -hmm. through everything, all the fun that that is. But I was talking to another friend of mine who revealed that they have not paid their taxes for like two years since 21 is the last time that they paid taxes. Now they did, they didn't have a job for a while. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't like there was a whole lot of money that's back ordered or whatever you call it backlogged, but they're in a position now where they're starting to pay on it right? because you have to. That's one thing you can't avoid, death and taxes, right? Have they gotten to look garnishing yet or is he volunteering? He got a phone call saying you might want to. You might want to start working on making payments for this because we will come after your paycheck if you don't. Right. They give you every opportunity to to fix it yourself before they go in. And there are payment plans and things like that. But as we were talking about it, you know, I just started thinking, like, if you're dating somebody because he's on the dating scene right now. He doesn't have a serious relationship, but he's out there dating, Mm -hmm. figuring it out. If you were dating somebody, at what point do you tell them about that sort of thing? Like your, your debt. And I'm not talking about, yeah, you have a credit card or your mortgage or your car payment, that kind of, or even, even student debt to me is, is like a normal thing. So just in over your head. I'm talking about excessive amounts of debt, whether it's, or something like this, where it may not be that much, but you didn't pay your taxes for two years. Right. To me. So financial crisis. Crisis. Yeah. At what point do you reveal that to somebody that you're seeing? That's a tough one. You don't want to put too much stuff out there. You don't want to put your bad stuff out too much at the beginning. But then then they could come back and say, "Why didn't you tell me?" If that's if finances are important to them. Right. And then they find out later they could feel flim-flam. Why didn't you tell me this from the beginning before I fell? Right. Normally it doesn't come up in conversation when you're dating. I think just By the way, it should. See, I don't think, no, if it's not affecting that person, I don't think you should say anything until it's going to affect them. If there's a pathway to a long-term relationship, it should come up. It should be discussed. Right, but when it affects them, if it's not affecting them, I wouldn't tell. But if we're getting married and we're putting all our money in one pot, hey, and we're going over expenses, I just want to let you know that X, Y, Z... And I'm paying on it, but this is going to take away from our pot because I owe this debt. So you're talking casual dating versus a formal dating. Correct. Kind of situation. So I would agree with that. When you're just casual dating, it's none of their business. Just going around telling everybody, hey, I, I owe the tax guy. Right. Just don't do that. I would agree with that. Once it got more formalized and it looked like there would be a future, right. then I would, I would concur, concur with that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's such a, it's a hard thing. Cause then I started thinking about like when Jim and I got together, I had a foreclosure on a condo Mm -hmm. that I had bought here years ago at the time of the, um, the, when 2017, Yeah, I want to call it the depression. That's not what it was Recession. The recession. The housing market recession. And I got a condo during that time. And because they couldn't build onto it, it became a broken condo. It's like this whole thing, right? Which all the excuses in the world. But even when, when my dad, who is like the most you committed person, if you say you're going to do something, you do it. When he was like, this was just a bad investment. Mm -hmm. It's time to cut your losses. And I knew that I would have years of, you know, the seven years of, that of credit and blemish and whatever. And 
I didn't think I'd end up falling in love or getting into a relationship where it would matter. So it's not like anybody, and my friends knew, but I didn't mm-hmm. tell people that I was dating along the way. Right. Because I didn't want to go into the whole story of like, it is my fault, but it's not my fault. Like, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then Jim and I got together and it was one of those things. I'm like, well, what if we buy a house one day? And like, I can't buy a house. Can't put my name on it. Because of what. I have. Right. So I can't even be there to like you to the financial aspect because I still had my money. I had all the things, but I, I still have this blemish on my record. Like, when do I tell him? And I think I ended up telling him it was definitely before we got engaged, but as we were further into our relationship, it become more formalized. Right. And I did. I mean, I mean, how did, how did he take it? Obviously, fine. Because <laughs> yeah, you're married now, but right. He was he was fine with it. I don't think he. Once I explained the situation, it made more sense. It wasn't like I just let it go because <laughs> willy nilly. I don't feel like paying it, right? right? Or because I. It was it was just a again bad financial decision to buy into that at the time, mm-hmm. and it was time to let it go and cut my losses. So he didn't really think Judge about you. it too much. But then when it came time to buy our house. We weren't in the seven-year mark at that point, and we had to sit down, and here it was all again, you know, bringing all the paperwork to the the mortgage people mm-hmm. and trying to figure it out. Which was probably why, when you guys got approved for that loan- It was the biggest deal. It was the unicorn of a day, because you were like, I hope this goes through with right? my name on it. I didn't know if it would. Yeah. Right. But then, at least he knew, and there were no surprises. Right. But could you imagine if I had not told him oh, at gosh. all? Oh, gosh. At that point, you sat, had to. And even though everything went through and it was fine, but if we sat down and the guy was like, hey, how about that foreclosure you had? And Jim's like, wait, what? And I'm like, well, it was way before I met you, so it wouldn't, you know. I but these are the things you. I need to know. Right. Exactly. So wow. when do you tell, or has anybody, I don't know, 843-375-0959, have you been in that situation where you either got caught or you told them in advance and it was great or it went the wrong way? I'd love to hear the story. Could you imagine somebody breaking up with you because... Right? Could you imagine that? down. Somebody breaking up with you because your financial house isn't in order. Right. Not even allowing you the chance to fix whatever credit problems you have. But they're like, oh, I can't date you because. And it's not about money. It's not about, you know, you're poor and I'm not. It's about your your financial situation is such a mess. It would cause me to be in a mess. Yes. So therefore, I can't financially afford to continue falling in love with you. Oh, that would break my heart. I mean, it's financial irresponsibility in some ways. It yeah. is. Not in others. I mean, I had a friend who she couldn't get engaged to her boyfriend. They are married now and happy and life is good. But he was he had some certain rank in the military and she had so much debt credit card debt and they are stricklers that, about that, that he was sticklers. like yeah he's like i can't propose to you until you get a hold on this or we get a hold on it because they knew they were going Whoa. in that direction he said because i guess it makes people easier to bribe yeah blackmail blackmail or whatever because you have that amount of debt and it was it was really hard they ended up getting it in order but mm-hmm. it was years i mean they were together for i think three or four years before they could get engaged but he so stuck that she by could get her it. yeah he stuck by her that's a good thing when i went to the uh there he Wendelstead school for baseball umpires and they told me and all of us you will be investigated by the fbi because they want to make sure that you're not blackmailable because you're making these you know, big decisions right. in control of major league sporting, you know, baseball. Yeah. And they specifically mentioned your your financial house. 
Do you owe a large amount of money? Do you gamble? All these things that they were going to peek into because they were like, you can't be blackmailable. Right. You know, so they would peek all into your bank account and stuff. Oh, yeah. The same thing happened for me when I went my dream job working for Dow Jones. And I didn't realize that they were going to my credit. And she was like, on paper, you're fantastic, except your credit's a little shoddy. Mm. So we can't offer you the job. And I'm sitting there like, why? And she said, it shows your credit worthiness or your trustworthiness. And it broke my heart. And I was like, I need to fix that because now a lot of jobs these days, they pull your credit. Yeah. And if it's not up to par, they're not going to hire you. Maybe we should do the same thing in the dating world. I need pull to check my credit, credit right pull now. Up, now I'm pull nervous. Up, <laughs> pull, up, pull up people's credit. <laughs>